This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Best to the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. So before we get going, I just want to say a quick shout out to the sponsor of Best to the Nest, for moi. It is Climate Smart Skincare. And of course, it's also affordable luxury skincare all the way from France. I love that. Just Me too. It feels good. I do It's agree. proven for anti-aging results. You can use the code BEST for an extra 20% off with a 100% money-back guarantee. So this is important because we want you to try it. Poor Ma has been just wonderful for me. Where I'm noticing the biggest changes, Elizabeth, are in my skin tone. Yeah. It's just evening out my skin tone. I had somebody, Joan Steffen, say to me, but we love our freckles. Yes, I love freckles. I don't love age spots. And there is a difference. And it's evening out my skin tone, which I just, I, I look in the mirror and I can actually see the difference. And yesterday, on your recommendation, I pulled out my little box of my little bottle of raindrops. I love those. Tell me about those. Because I did it because you told me to do it. Yeah, real ultra hydrator. And so it's really great on any day if you feel like your skin is a little bit dry or if you feel like the air is a little bit dry, particularly if you're going to be in like a dry environment. Like maybe you work in a really dry office building or you're going to be on an airplane. Just add one drop of the raindrops to your one pump of day cream, do it in your hand, and then just pat it gently onto your skin and you will feel so happy. There, It's also just like leaves this luxurious feeling on your skin. It's wonderful. So remember, pat, pat, pat everybody. And the other thing that I am loving about Pour Moi is it is uh, fragrance-free. Yeah. I love that. So remember, use code BEST, BEST, for an extra 20% off with a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to PourMoiSkincare.com. That's P-O-U- R-M-O-I skincare.com. My mom just used that code the other night and it worked great. So there you go. Everybody's using the code. Okay. We're going to talk about something fun today, Marjorie. We're going to talk about something that I love and use every day. You sort of love and rarely use, but (laughs) it's still a fun topic and it is Makeup. Are you ready for this, Marjorie Punnett? I am because you actually inspire me. It's so funny. I think I went to an all-girl high school, so there was no, um, like, I barely washed my uniform, much less put makeup on. So it never became a habit as a teenager, whereas I think that's where a lot of young girls, even more so now with Mm -hmm. Instagram and all the tutorials, I think that's where that habit develops. And I don't think I ever had, Elizabeth, this will shock you, one conversation with my mother about makeup. 
Oh my gosh. Ever. That was not a focus in our household. There were four girls. Never talked about our appearances, Mm -hmm. makeup, little talk about our hair. I mean, I had hair. I remember I had hair down past my shoulders when I was 16 without asking anybody or talking to anybody. I went and I chopped it off to about an inch long. (laughs) Just came home. Like it was just, okay, it's my decision. It's my hair, whatever. Inches to three inches. But really, really short because I'd seen this model in 17 and I thought it was a really chic haircut. So I just Well, went you would look it. great with a pixie though. You're also, because you're petite and you have like delicate features. Like I could never do a pixie. I'm not petite and I don't have delicate features. Well, just so I, you know, it didn't look good on me. I looked like a boy. Because I, I didn't wear well. makeup, I look like a boy. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Anyway, so back That's to fair. makeup. Tell well, me, tell it's me. interesting because my perspective is totally different. You know, my mom is from Texas and mm-hmm. so- the higher the hair, the closer to God. And you don't leave house <laughs> the house without lipstick. And my mom, you know, she was always very, and still continues. I mean, she's in her late 60s and she's very pulled together. It's not like she is always loaded on with makeup, but she always just feels pulled together. And so I think we learned that from her. When we turned 13, me and my sisters, when each of us turned 13, she made an appointment for us at the Clinique counter or like what I think I maybe went to the Estee Lauder counter, which is kind of funny because that feels like way older than 13. But, and then she made an appointment for a makeup consultation and it was a free makeup consultation. They just do your makeup at the counter, but we would go to Dayton's and she'd make the appointment and then we would sit down and the makeup lady working at the counter would do our makeup. And then my mom would buy us the whole kit of what she recommended. And that was our 13th birthday gift. And I- This is so far from my (laughs) reality. I can't even comprehend it. It's so lovely and sweet. It was really sweet. And I think her whole intention was she just wanted us to know how to use makeup. She wanted it to feel like something that was really about accentuating our features and not some sort of like rebellious thing. Like her deepest fear was that we were going to come home with some sort of goth look. I mean, that was terrifying for her. And so she thought kind of if she got ahead of it and then we learned how to do it well, that then we would have those skills. And then as I went on, I have worked in television for a long time and I really found the joy of makeup. Like I always kind of liked the artistry of it. I'm always intrigued about like different products and how they work and how they mix together and techniques for putting them on. And so I found it really fun. And I have kind of looked at it like that with my daughter too, who Bernie's nine and she'll, she loves to do like a little bit of lip gloss. She'll do like a little bit of eyeshadow and I actually really? let her do a little bit of clean mascara and she, because she wow. is such an artist at heart, like she looks at the world like it's a canvas. Yeah. She treats her clothing like that. She treats her hair like that. She just, I know she's not doing it. I think a lot of makeup for me, a healthy relationship with makeup is when it's looked at as fun and a creative expression, not as a way to hide who you are or to try to be something you're not. That to me is the real difference. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. And I think too, if she's expressing a want, that's a silly thing to, I know there were girls that I knew in high school, like they couldn't wear makeup till they were 16. There were rules around- I couldn't wear eyeliner till I was 16. That was a big deal. And I think sometimes, I, I don't know, I think, I don't, I mean, obviously you turned out just fine with that rule, but I think- I agree though. 
I think it's like, why, why? There are going to yeah. be some real, some real things that you'll want to draw boundaries on. And I just like, if I had girls, I probably wouldn't have drawn a boundary on that. Although it would have been hard if they came home with really severe makeup and we're doing all that. That would be hard I know. I know. But like tattoos were a hard no. Hard. Yeah. I did once. Have I ever told you about the great ear piercing incident in the Reese Ooh. household? So my parents let me get a second hole in my ears. So How I old? Single. I was probably 14. Right. And they let me get a second hole and I wanted a second one just in one ear. I don't right. know why that was like, that was cool in a thing in the 90s. So I got the second hole, but then I wanted a third and that's where they drew the line. And they said, he can't get a third hole. Like that's enough. Two is enough. You're done. So in eighth grade, there's a girl in my school. I won't name her. Her name's Erin Kokesh. And she had somehow acquired, I've never, I haven't spoken to her in 30 years. Hi, Erin. Hi, Erin. If you're listening, this is a pivotal moment for me. I don't blame you. I blame myself. She had somehow acquired an ear piercing gun. Like, I don't know if she swiped it from Claire's or like knew someone who worked there, you know, not like a Kapow, let's but like say, the pressure let, gun. Yeah, let's just say she bought it just so that, you know. Okay, whatever. Somehow she bought her it. reputation. Whatever. Yeah. So she, she was piercing one. ears. She would pierce ears for people. And so. Oh my God. I mean, How and this is, is this? now like eighth grade. Can you imagine oh. having like a gun like thing in a school? I mean, let's talk about that. But anyway, she had one of these. And so I, so Aaron said, well, I can pierce your ear for you. So I was in science class and I asked to go to the bathroom, met Aaron in the bathroom. She pierced my ear in the bathroom. Yeah. Valley middle school. And then I was like, okay, well, here we go. So I go home and we're having dinner and I have like my hair over my ear. And then one of my sisters, it's probably Bitsy, who knows? I can't remember. Bitsy, come on. I think they remember. Was like, (laughs) Liz got her ear pierced. And it was like silence at the table. And I think I just remember my dad saying, we told you you weren't allowed to do that. And then it was like, they kind of iced me out and we're sort of figuring out, I think, what to do. But like, what were they going to do? It was very... What did they do? I don't think I got punished. Like, I never got grounded or anything like that. Did they make you close it up? I mean... No, but eventually I did take it out. But then I went on a spring break and I got like my cartilage pierced up there. They yeah. were also not happy about that. But I think they maybe just sort of realized like this isn't that bad. Like yeah. it's going it. to come out. It's going to grow in. And if that's what she wants, like I wasn't getting tattoos. I wasn't doing like stuff right. like that. So maybe it's okay. There's a lot. There's a lot that I think as parents you, you like you were talking about Bernie. She's an art. She has an artist soul. You know, there's a way. There's a way that teenagers, in particular, now I think it starts even younger. Young preteens need to express themselves. I mean, I can think about. I used to express myself through clothes, mm-hmm. and I remember chopping up. I had this long. I may have told this on the podcast before, but I had this long pajama. It was like a light yellow, like a nightgown. Yeah, a set of a sweatshirt fabric. So it was sweatshirt oh. fabric, but it went down to the ground and it had a hood. <laughs> Where do I get myself one of those? It, it, it was great, but I also... You should market those. I also saw flash dance and I thought, oh, this is perfect if I yeah. chop this up and wear it. Um, so I, I did that. that. Look. Yeah. And you know me, I'm almost a thousand percent braless all the time. <laughs> 
So I remember like wearing that and I'm sure I was like, and of course, so flat chested in high school, but still I'm sure I was flashing like enormous amounts of people. Because you like cropped it. Oh, I did the whole thing. Yeah. And like, then off the shoulder. Off the shoulder. Yeah. Like the whole thing. But like, you know, and I remember even like, I mean, I like snapped out of it. I mean, I think I wore it a couple of times and then I sort of snapped out of it. And as a parent now, I think, God, what restraint to not say you look insane. Like, that is not a good look for you. I mean, I was like a little wet rat. I mean, I'm like 70 pounds. Like, I'm not Jennifer Beals. Like, this isn't, you know, covered in freckles. It's like the the look's not going to work. And so it's just, I look back and I just think, you know, that was good for them. You know, they just showed that little bit of restraint. Like, hopefully she'll see it for herself. So they didn't shame me. They didn't embarrass me. I just, you know, wore it a couple of times and then realized, yeah, no, this isn't working. Listen, and it gets really tricky because, you know, crop tops are so in right now. Every kid Mm -hmm. is wearing crop tops. And my kids go to a K through eight school. So there's girls that are in eighth grade. I mean, I just did drop off this morning and I saw a girl wearing um, sweatpants, like high-waisted sweatpants, and then a crop top. Really? To school. Oh, this is like very in. So it's showing like their bellies? Not really belly because it's like the pants are kind of high. So that's like the style. But if you moved. Yeah. I mean, if you moved and we've had babysitters and nannies who will wear like Lululemon leggings and like crop top and then uh, maybe like a sweatshirt over it. And so, you know, obviously my nine-year-old is influenced by that. I'm not going to tell these college girls that they can't wear crop tops over to my house. Right. But I've had to say to her... Bernie has some things that are a little cropped because she's in gymnastics and she'll like right. layer things. And I have had to say, you can't wear that to school. Like we just, we're not going to have, we're not going to have our tummy out at school. And I feel very conflicted about this because I feel like uh, what I'm trying to always communicate is that it's not about like, we can wear what we want to wear and what right. feels good to us, but it's right. dressing for the occasion. So for yep. school, that's what we are like. We're just not wearing that to school. Just like I would say, you can't wear your pajamas to school unless it's like a special pajama right. day. Right. At home, oh, I loved pajama you, day. I oh, loved Bernie pajama had that day. today. It was so fun. Oh, she was I so excited. And then well, other times I'm like other things, but at home you can wear a crop top if you're out playing around, like that's fine. I would say to you, I 100% agree with you. And I did that with my boys. From pre-K through third grade, my kids went to a public school. So Gar was in fourth grade. They went to a public school. And so there were no uniforms. This is why I love uniforms, because it takes that discussion off the table. So I was dealing, you know, this was an issue when they were younger. But the kids, most of the kids at the public school would just wear T-shirts. And shorts, and it was very, there was really no dress code. And in in the day, they weren't pushing the dress code. There was really no dress code per se. But what I would tell them is that they had to wear a collared shirt. So I didn't allow them to wear like cartoon t-shirts or anything like that. They just had to wear like, like little, not collared like an Oxford, but just like a little collared shirt. Like a little polo. Like a little polo. Mm -hmm. And they could wear shorts because it was in Atlanta. They could wear pants, you know, they could wear jeans. But I always tried to stress to them that school is serious business. It's not play. It's separate from play. And just show up ready. And I never felt bad about that. And then after that, they went to a private school where they had, where they had uniforms the rest of the time. 
But I don't think you should feel bad about that. I think that's a good lesson in dressing for the occasion. I think it's about the occasion. And that's the difference is I'm always trying to make it not like, oh, you have to cover up or this is about like a shameful thing with your body. That's the difference. It's like the line. It's not about you having to conform to something, but it is about just showing respect for the occasion that you're attending. And then that's it. I agree. That's what you have. Did you know our podcast was about makeup today? Yeah, it is about makeup, and now we went really off topic. Isn't that so strange? Okay. I love um, that so much that we do it's, that. It's really good. good. Fortunately, we have a few more minutes. So yes. I brought yes. my whole makeup kit. Love that. My home kit. I also have a work kit because I have stuff at the station. Because I get asked a lot about makeup and a lot about different products that I use. And so I just thought, hey, guess what? We have a podcast. Let's talk about it. And I also think... My perspective on makeup has shifted over the years because I wear less makeup both in my real life and on TV at 42 years old than I've ever worn in my entire television career. That's great. Which feels great. So it feels Mm. a little bit more about instead of covering things up, I am just accentuating my features. And we're going to talk about the products, but that does set us up perfectly to talk about the reason why I can wear less makeup is also because I think my skin is in such good shape because I use yep. Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care. And Pormois is the presenting sponsor of Best to the Nest. We absolutely love this line. I've been using these products for three years. It's affordable luxury skincare from France. And the real amazing thing is that my skin just hasn't changed. It's just, I, when I started using it when I was 39, now I'm 42 and my skin, I think still looks the same. And I look back at pictures and that's that's something that I love so much about it because it is climate smart. So it's essentially like, you know, if you're, if you're looking outside at the weather, you are going to say, if it's cool day, I'm going to put on a vest If it's a cool rainy day, I'm going to put on a rain jacket. You look at your skin the exact same way with Pormois and you choose the appropriate day cream for the weather that's outside. And then there are a couple of other products in the system that you will switch depending on the season. But the trick to having great makeup is having a great canvas to work with. Yep. Yep. Totally. Uh, So use our code BEST, B-E-S-T, and you will save 20% on your entire order at pormoiskincare.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I, skincare.com. You can get the set that's right for the region that you are in. My mom just bought a set for Florida because she's in Florida half the year, and then she keeps her other products here. And it's very clear. You type in your zip code. It'll tell you exactly which kit to get. And I know you're going to love it. I just know it. I absolutely know it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So where are we going to start with your face? Okay. So, well, since we just talked about skin, why don't we just talk about skincare products? Okay. So I have a couple things that I really love that I wanted to share. So I've mentioned Ilya before on the podcast and I really am such still a huge fan of this product. Um, It's the Ilya Super Serum Skin Tint with SPF 40. So I don't use SPF every day and that may sound sacrilegious to some of you who do, but I don't use SPF every day because I'm not out in the sun every single day. And so I use this when I know I'm going to be out in the sun, but it has such a beautiful consistency and it is like a tinted moisturizer, but also a serum. And I love products that say tinted moisturizers, but also talk that they're serum based because I find that the texture of those products is so good. 
And hello, everybody, that gets even more important the older you get. Yeah. You need things that really flow onto your skin in a lovely way. It can't be thick or cakey. I use the Ilia products for um, concealer and because of you. I don't have that, which I may go get that. This was the Um, first Ilia product I ever used. I bought this in Palm Springs just as the pandemic was starting. And I'm really notorious for like switching out products pretty regularly. And this is one I have stuck with forever. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, but when I don't want SPF, which is a lot of days, like if I'm going to be inside and I'm going to go to the station and then I'm coming home and it's dark, I use this one from Westman Atelier. So this, these are called the Vital Skincare Complexion Drops. Westman Atelier is another really clean makeup line. Gucci Westman is the one who founded this and she used to work for Lancome, I think, for years okay. and years. Right. She has a really great philosophy. And I I think I've mentioned her before too, Marjorie, because I think just like you love, who's that British lady that you love watching her clothing videos? Trini Woodall. Trini Woodall. So I think that you would love watching Gucci Westman's makeup tutorial videos because again, she's all about enhancement. She's Mm -hmm. probably in her late 50s, mid to late 50s. And she just uses a real gentle touch on her skin, very like just about like bringing out a pretty flush and like a little bit of something on your eyes and like something really lovely and about really accentuating what you already have. Now, I'm going to tell you, this line isn't cheap. Like this little bottle that I'm showing you is $68, which is a real kick in the pants. But I use just like four drops, four tiny drops of this for my entire face. And so it lasts a very long time. I love that. And we'll have all the links in the show notes. So if any of these interest you you'll be able to find them pretty easily. Yep. What else you got? Okay, two more products from Westman Atelier, the Vital Skin Foundation Sticks. Oh, I so love sticks. I love sticks. And when I want to layer on a little bit more coverage, I put these on and they always recommend that you get them in two shades. So I get shade two and shade three. And I use the two kind of under my eyes and then I use the three sort of all over. And then I use like a little beauty blender sponge to just like blend it all in. Is this what you use for TV or in real life or both? Yeah, I use this for both. For both. And that's strong enough for TV. Mm-hmm. Hello, yeah. everybody. There's HD. Everybody yeah. can see Elizabeth. So Everything. You, it's strong enough for both. Yeah, it is. Uh, if I need a little bit of extra coverage, if I feel like, oh, I just need, a, or I get like a right. little too dewy, I like a pressed powder from Kosas is the brand. Oh, it's K-O-S-A-S. Nice Kosas mm-hmm. makes some really great products. I use their, this powder, which is a lot more like... Um, kind of like a traditional, like a Mac Studio Fix kind of, but a, right. maybe a right. cleaner beauty version or just a different version. But I really like this too, if I just want like a little swoop of extra coverage. 
And if you're looking into the Ilio products at all, one of the products that I have as a powder, I don't wear a lot of powder because powder's more difficult for older skin. Yeah. But but I will use it sometimes because the Ilia powder I have has an SPF in it. Oh, that's nice. And so if I'm going out and I just like, I could just throw some powder on and, yeah. you know, it's probably not the same coverage if I like had zinc on my face, but it's, it's something and it's a good habit. But so Ilya's got something like that. So Westman Atelier also has another powder that I keep on hand. So I keep the Kosas one because it's like more like a traditional pressed powder. And then the Westman Atelier I have in trans, like it's almost translucent yeah. and it's a very light, very light coverage. So I would say, you know, the trick is to really have like a couple I mean, most people don't need like TV makeup, so you might not need a heavier powder ever, but it, but sometimes it's kind of nice. Like if you're going yeah. out and you're doing something like a little bit more glam, but right. having those everyday things that are just very easy and just feel like skin. Well, and the sticks, when you showed those two sticks, the concealer, what did you call them? Did you call them sticks? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, they're called, called, let's see, what are those? Vital Skin Foundation Stick. Yeah. So what's great about that? I the blush that I use is an Ilia. Yeah, is an Ilia blush, but it's in a it's in a tube, so it's mm -hmm. a stick. Yep. And I didn't even think about it when I bought it. I just liked it because it was cream based as opposed to powder. It's so great to travel with. Yes. Because it's not a liquid. I know. So you know and yep. it doubles as a lip product. So yep, I do use <laughs> I only use now the I exclusively, yep. I don't use any powder blushes at all. Yep. And I love, I love a little bit of blush. I love like a little I do too. I love a little contour in your cheekbone, which Westman Atelier makes a fantastic one. I've actually gotten one of our producers completely hooked on this. It's the face trace contour stick from Westman Atelier, and the color that I use is biscuit. And I just put it right in that cheekbone. I don't do a ton of contouring, but just a little bit to show a little bit of shape to my face. And I have a, like a heart-shaped face, so a little bit of shape in there and then right. a pop of color with the Ilia blush sticks and Westman Atelier makes them too. But yep. then you can do, a lot of times, like you can do the same color on your lip, cheek, and a little pat on your eyes and yep. you're good to go. Yep. And it just, it's the travel piece that I didn't even really think about when I bought it, but it was like, oh, this is great because some of my, you know, the other products might be too big and then you gotta, and I don't, I rarely check a bag. And so yeah. it's, I've got to make sure that everything's under the two or three ounces of whatever it's supposed to be now. So that's a great thing too. Plus that's it's kind of nice to put like, once you're, when, when you're leaving a flight to just like put a little pop of color on your cheek, it just kind of like, oh, now I'm fresh. I'm now here. I'm like ready to go. Okay. Let's move to eyes. Eyes oh, are a this big is thing. My bane of my existence. These are hard. I get it. First, we're going to go with eyebrows. And Westman Atelier any. makes the best eyebrow pencil that I've ever found. I've tried. Ilya <sighs> has a brow thing that's sort of like a, it's like more a mascara wandy application, more liquidy. Right. I love this brow pencil and you kind of twist it up and then on the bottom it has a little eyebrow comb so you can just very subtly get in there but I think if you can get good at just adding a little bit of color into your eyebrows it's more it's more beneficial to making you look like awake than mascara is a hundred percent well what's funny is I don't have you can't see my eyebrows and I hadn't done anything to them in about probably 14 months because for obvious reasons, things were a little crazy here. And I looked in the mirror and I'm just trying to do things that make me feel good. Yeah. And they were, even though they're super blonde, I looked at them and was like, oh my God. Because it doesn't mean that there's not hair there. It just means that it's not as noticeable. So I went and I had them waxed yesterday. 
because what I do, what I do notice is that in pictures, when I actually put a little something in on my eyebrows and I have a little wand, it does lift your eye. I know. It just, I'm just not in the habit. I do it if, like I used to do it when I would have a photo shoot when I was working at the radio station or something. The makeup artist would always do it for me. And then it was like, oh, mm -hmm. like that, it makes a difference in a picture. So if you're yeah. blonde, if you have blonde, um, even though it feels strange to those of us that don't see ourselves with eyebrows every day, um, it does make a difference in a picture. So. Well, and they have a lighter color even than this one, Marjorie, that you could Good. use. I would say like if I'm going bare, bare bones. Yeah. And even if I'm, if I'm just going to like run to a coffee shop and I just want to have like a little something on my face, I would do the Westman Atelier Vital Skincare Drops. So not right. even the stick, just the drops this eyebrow pencil, and then a little pinch of blush on my cheek, and then I'm out the door. And then you go. Yeah. And I would skip mascara. I don't I don't have mascara on now. And I don't have amazing eyelashes. I just think the brows are more important than the eyelashes. Did you ever use the um, the eye, the eye um, eyelash serum that makes your lashes grow? I, I always like try it, and I feel like it doesn't work that well. I am trying to just put castor oil on them. Right. Because if you look in like the natural, um, like, brow and eyelash growing castor oil is the top ingredient and I use okay. castor oil. I like put a castor oil pack on my body before I go to bed multiple right. nights a week. We can talk about that on another day. Next week. <laughs> so do you just put it like with a Q-tip on the top of your... I just use my finger. Yeah. I like tap into the top because I have like a, a bottle of it that I use for right. the castor oil pack and then I like tap a little bit on my finger and then I just like run it over my eyelid oh, and run it over my eyebrows. Well, I used, um, this would be 10 years ago, I used that first product that came out. I, get, mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it. It was a prescription. Remember. It was a prescription. So I used that and it works so well. My eyelashes, when I would put my glasses on, would hit the glass. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Wait, what was that called? I'm really blanking. You remember when it came out? Oh my gosh, it was huge. And you'd get a prescription for it and it was like a hundred mm -hmm. bucks a tube. It was, but it, it was worked. A, because it was a it was based on a, a glaucoma medicine or something. And right. then they found that it made your eyelashes go gangbusters. Yeah. And it, it really did work. The only thing that scared me, I have blue eyes, is that I don't know if it was that product, but there was some research that came out that it could change the color of your it, eye. That, it was that product. Yeah. And so I stopped using it then, but I'll never forget. And it didn't change the color of my eye, but it was just so funny that I just remember like one day I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable. So my <laughs> eyelashes were hitting the glass. It Isn't was that crazy? Bizarre. Yeah, it was bizarre. So crazy. I'm going to do castor oil though. I yeah. like that. Castor oil. I like, I have a big jar of it right here. I got all, yeah. I got all my goods up here. Okay. Do you want a couple more things before we yes, go? Yes, please. Yes, okay, please. Okay. So, um, as far as eyes, um, I would say the Ilia eyeshadow palettes, um, I have one right here are really great. This one is sort of like a purpley. You can see I've used two mm -hmm, of them mm -hmm. down to the bottom. That's nice. Um, I love like, I, I have green eyes and I think like a little bit of plum or purple looks so good with green eyes. So yeah, I like to pretty. do that. And then Westman Atelier has these eye pods. And so they come in a stack and they're like these little gold magnetic pods and you open them up and then there's eyeshadow in them. And there's oh, three nice. different ones. And the one thing that I will say about these that I love so much is that they have some glittery ones, which are very fun. And I promise you, they're not too shimmery for older skin. I know people right. that are, get a little older get terrified. It's not like frosty. Yeah. It's right. just like beautiful little gold flecks. Oh, pretty. But this stuff is so highly pigmented that there's no fallout. So when you put it on with a oh. brush, you're not dropping product onto your cheek that then you're right. having to get rid of. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So and I have then, a couple okay. of different sets of these. 
mascara question. Mm-hmm. Just your upper, la- when you do television, upper lower lashes or just your upper lashes? I do upper, but then I kind of like blink and so it hits my lower lashes. Got it. Okay. So then a little How bit many coats? gets on. Many. A lot. Really? Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Because I put it on like, like I'll put it on in the morning and then I'll reapply again and then reapply again. And that is the one thing I think okay. is kind of a downside if you're going to use like a, I'm air quoting here, like a clean beauty mascara is that I think the ones that maybe aren't classified as that are going to last a little bit longer. And I would right. say in my experience, that's just sort of the general rule with me. You know, when I have a makeup artist do my makeup and she uses more conventional makeup lines, like she's using right. MAC, Lancome, right. you know, Chanel, things like that. It, it's the staying power is just beyond. I mean, I, my right. makeup will look perfect all the way until tomorrow if I kept Which it is on. her job. It's yeah. just not the way that it's going to work when you're using products that don't have like a ton of silicones and like things like that in it. Right. So for me, that's right. the trade-off. It's a little bit of a pain because... Um, you have to reapply if you're going to, you know, if you want it to last throughout the day, you have so to So what are you that. using now for mascara? So mascara I'm using, um, at work I have Kosa's. Okay. They have a really great mascara. Um, and it's like 28 bucks. Okay. You know, it's not drugstore, but it's not, um, terrible. It's, and then yeah. I also got, I did get a tube of the Westman Atelier mascara. Um, this one, I would say I got it because it, they did like a little holiday kit where I got three things and then they were all discounted. So I was like, okay, this is my chance because it was like $80 for three products. Normally the mascara is like 58 and I am not going to spend that on mascara. So I got it. I, I definitely like it. I don't love it enough to spend that much money on it. I love the Kosas to me is great. And um, Ilya is pretty good too. Ilya is okay. the one that I actually let Bernie use. She has a little travel oh, nice. size one and I let her use that, which I like. And I do think it's really important if you're going to let your girls, um, or your kids in general, uh, experiment with makeup, to, especially with them. Like if you buy those cheap makeup kits, man, they are filled with some garbage. You have no yeah. idea what's in that. And your skin is like, it's important. Right, right. And it gets them in the habit of understanding and using clean products, which is a good lifelong habit. Yeah. Um, okay, another eye question, because this is what I always have trouble with. Do you curl your eyelashes? Is that I still do. a thing? It is okay, a thing. Show me that. Yes. Show me okay, that. Is so that this one crucial? is from Sephora. Shuamura makes like the classic eyelash curler. Okay. Um, but I have learned that it sort of depends on your eye shape, like which one is better for you. Okay. So um, this one from Sephora works great. And I just get right in there and I curl it. And I do think it makes a difference. Okay. Because it just opens up your eyes and then your mascara goes on over it. Oh, so you do that before the mascara? Always. Never do it after. Oh, I've always done it after. Oh my gosh, but after it's going to stick to your mascara and then it might pull out some of your eyelashes. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, it's okay. I am 59 years old and I still don't... You know, there are some things... I like to think I'm a semi-intelligent person. You're very intelligent. it's funny to me about the things that just won't stick in my head. Like it just, I cannot make it stick. And now, I, so like I'm asking you questions that probably somebody told me when, you know, I was 25 and I went to a makeup counter. So, okay. So curl before. Curl before. Curl before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you could do I it think when there's I come no to time like the present. And if you're interested in it, you can learn. And I'm always like, if you don't ever want to wear any makeup, just don't wear any makeup. It's like you, I'm not thinking that s- everyone has to wear makeup, but I do think there's a little bit to like a little pinch of color on your cheeks, a little bit of something that just makes you feel, it's like, 
you put on a bright shirt. Like you just feel a little bit more like, oh, kapow. Hey, let's go. Let's do it. I am in the mode where I'm trying to do anything that makes me feel good. I'm glad. Um, I will tell you real quickly. I went to get my hair cut yesterday too. I hadn't had, I, I, it hadn't been cut in so long that I can't even visualize my last haircut. (laughs) Can't even think of when it was because I was wearing my hair in a ponytail for like a year. And so when I went to the stylist yesterday, she pulled my hair out and I, I, well, I walked, I walked in, I showered, let it air dry. I always like the stylist to see how crazy my hair is <laughs> because I'm Irish and it's frizzy and it's curly. Like underneath I have two ringlets and then wow. on, on top it's like crazy. And so I like them to see like the texture that they're working with so they know how to cut it appropriately. And she's like, hmm, this is a really interesting haircut. She said, <laughs> It's all different lengths in the back. And then she like pulled these down. See, it's still left over for me. I say, look at that sweet little It looks girl cute. It looks really so good. She she pulled it down and this this side was literally two inches longer than this side. Okay, that's hilarious. And I so love we that she left. said this is a really interesting haircut. Yeah. And I said, this is, trust me, I know it was not done here. So don't worry. It's none of the stylists in the salon. And she said, you know, if you haven't had a cut in a long time, your hair grows at different you know, grows, it doesn't grow evenly. So that's part of it too. But it was just so funny. So when you, when you said today, you want to talk about makeup, I'm like, that's fine. Let's talk about makeup. Because I think to exactly your point, there are things that we can do for ourselves that make us feel good and alive Mm -hmm. and, and happy. And I think that that's, you know, makeup does that for a lot of people and, and I'm going to use a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't. And you really like, it's just whatever makes you feel a little bit more pulled together. I think. um, I like that. Yeah, these are good. I think lip products we didn't really cover, but I'm really, I love lip balms. Um, I've gotten into the lip glosses from Toops and Company and I I don't have any up here, but I have them in my um, bag and they have some really good like they, that's castor oil as an ingredient. So really clean ingredients. I'm sensitive to, um, lip products that like taste or smell weird. And I really right. like the aroma of those. And, um, and then, Oh, one more little thing that I do love is a good highlighter, like a little bit of like highlighter just to put in the corners of your eyes. This is another thing that you can do. That's like very no makeup, makeup looking, corner of your eyes, sort of like on top of your eyebrows a little bit, and then like pat it on the top of your cheeks. I have one from, um, Ere Perez that I really like. That's this like golden one. And then I also really like the one at work. I have the one from RMS beauty. Um, and it's just like a little hint of like dewy and tiny shimmery. And that's different than, that's different than a contour. You're doing something a little bit different than a contour. Right. Okay. Right. You know what I'm really interested in the makeup line that I've gotten very interested in because I used to use her products all the time years ago, which is Bobby Brown. Oh, I know. She's got Have that Jones see- Road. I'm interested yeah. in that too. And she's what well, she's so smart. I read a um I read a piece about her. And she was like, she sold Bobby Brown and she's like, I'm done. I'm good. I mean, it sold it for like tens of millions of dollars. And then she just felt the need to like create again. And what I think she's doing is she's really appealing to like the 40 plus mm-hmm. crowd, which I also just read a piece in, I think it was in either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, that the 65-year-olds of today have more money 
than any other generation before. And so she's really smart to sort of tap into. And most of the Jones Road makeups are all cream-based, Yep. which if you're an older person and you're wearing makeup, you understand why that's important. So I I may try a little bit of Jones Road too, just because um, I think I like what she's doing and I like products. I mean, she's in her 60s. I know. I want you to try it and report back. I really want to know. I've wondered about that a lot. Yeah. I think that's one too that like watching the tutorial vid- videos and like knowing how to use the product yep. is really is really important. So well, I'd like when I come to Minnesota, I'm mm-hmm. coming in a couple of weeks, I would like for you to sit down with me and Bernie and we'll do it you can do a tutorial with the two of us at the same time because probably Bernie and I are at about the same level with makeup application. So this she would be really your makeup, good. but I would do your makeup. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I could totally I'll let burn, do burn, do my makeup. Oh yeah, Bernie, she's great at doing hair, all these wonderful things. <laughs> Listen, okay, there you go. We uh, we got a little makeup episode done. So if you have any questions, let me know. I also really like uh, other product recommendations of things that you're really loving. I kind of gave That's a great. few of the lines that I really like, but um, but it's fun. You can have fun with it. And this will all be in the show notes. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review at Apple Podcasts. And I have a review today that I want to share with you. Please do. Um, I think this is the first time in our podcast history that I'm reading another review from person who I've read their review before. Oh. But it's very sweet. So this is from, well, I'll let him introduce himself. This is old curmudgeonly Tom in California, the widower who took... This is old curmudgeonly Tom in California, the widower you took into the nest a few years ago after I heard Ian's plug for your podcast and told you how much listening to the two of you helped me rekindle my late wife's place in my home. I so sympathize with Marjorie and Elizabeth, too. I cried again listening to Marjorie's return broadcast. As Ian signed off on his broadcast, I just want to say, Deus te amat, and I do, too. Oh, boy. Isn't that sweet? Oh, that's thank so you, sweet. Tom. Tom is our Those most unexpected nester. We love it so yes. much, and a welcome nester. Absolutely wonderful. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best to the Nest. We also have a website, besttothenest.com. We are the podcast that brings you home.